Welcome to the Woo Woo Woman podcast. My name is Shelly and I'm your host. I'm a self-taught astrologer, modern mystic, yogic guide, and women's empowerment coach living in the South Florida area. This podcast was created with the intention to share the tools, people, and modalities that have continued to help me shift and heal to up-level my life in efforts to inspire and encourage you to do the same. Thank you so much for being with me. spirit uh, what the best way was to share this experience that I had today and I was originally going to write an Instagram post and then it was a podcast and I'm like I just need to get this off of my chest and like everything else I'm smelling some heart chakra essential oils Sometimes speaking things out, and yes, of course, writing, but sometimes speaking things out really bring up a completely different chain of events. So I've been wanting to share and be completely transparent that the grieving process is not linear, and I've gone through quite a bit of grief in my life at a young age, first my dog, then My first son was born and my father passed away shortly after 10 years, almost exactly. I give birth to my second son and my mother passes away. And in addition to that, I feel like I bear a lot of energetic grief and sadness and anger, frustration, anxiety is that are not necessarily mine, but are mine because I am carrying them. And because I am carrying them, it's my duty to process them when my ancestors were not able to do so. For one reason or another, for some were like, well, how, how does that happen? How could they not figure it out? How could they not process it themselves? And I don't know. But I do know that energy carries, and I've spoken about this before. And today was a day where I had some calls booked and scheduled. And I was staring at my screen for most of the morning and decided, all right, I am going to go to that really sweet Asian massage and get a rub down. And this man in the midst of my massage was hitting points that I have never physically felt in my entire life. For sure, he was intuitive. For sure, he was a healer. Because in that process, and I'm about to cry saying that, in that process, I knew he was hitting grievance points that were ready to finally be released. And my grief and my sadness and my anger has been there to be released for quite some time. I avoided it to the fullest when I did plant medicine. And with working with Andy again, I avoided it fully. And I knew that there had to be a moment in time. And I held the intention to process this grievance and this sadness because it was truly holding me away 
from my true ultimate joy in life essentially and for some it's like you're not happy of course I'm happy but like this these bouts of like pure joy come and go and I I knew it was because there was something I was still hanging on to and as he was massaging me I was saying the mantra I release sadness I release grief I release anger and it dawned on me why my mid back just behind my heart has been so tight recently and it's because of all of the sadness and the grief that I held on to and I never really fully allowed to be experienced and felt fully. And I think that grievance and sadness comes in various different forms and waves. And again, like I said, I think it was a mix of, you know, my own personal sadness and grievances and anger, but along with, coupled with those of my ancestors. Now, I had a podcast recording and I was speaking to the girls and I realized, you know, this is the generation of cutting generational curses. And I came across um, Kendrick Lamar's, you know, newest album that discusses all of this as well. And it was time and I knew in my body it was time. And after the massage, I knew I needed to move this energy up and out. And I go and I see this tree in Deerfield Beach that I love. I call her Triana. And I wanted to go to her. And she revealed to me long, long ago that my mother was not my mother, that Earth was my mother. And I came through my mother through Earth. And I was drawn to go to her, but it was, it was raining and I didn't, but I'm, I will be there tomorrow because it's on my heart and, I, and she's calling me. And I was like, how am I going to move this emotion that just is beckoning me to create space to release this? And first I thought meditation, then I taught, thought journaling, and then I was like, no, I'm going to move my body. And I subscribed to a workout series called The Class. I've mentioned it before. And they have a series on grieve, grievance. And I decided that it was time. There was some resistance there. I was like, oh, I really don't feel like moving my body right now. I just want to breathe and relax and go to sleep. But there is something bigger than me guiding me. And I did this movement and released a lot within the class and as I was making my way down into closing my practice I did various different arm exercises and used the block in ways I've never done before and I felt such a release and the waterworks were there and I was in a puddle of my emotions for a little bit and I sense that there is more that needs to come up but I also trust that it will show up when it needs to how it needs to because sometimes the depths of our sorrows and the depths of the pains that we carry from other people and situations energetically 
because we don't understand them or know where they stem from, we don't understand their magnitude. And what was revealed to me within this, and I was saying it, I was like, I love you, mom. I love you, mom. I love you, mom. And I was crying, 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 crying. And then I was brought to the amount of hatred I once had for my mother as a teenager. And I have been currently working with healing my inner teenager, which will be another podcast uh, because we all talk about the inner child, but the teenager stage I feel is so much more chaotic and emotionally tumultuous that I have been attempting to heal my inner teenager. And that might be why a lot of this was able to move through me today. Because I was kind of cracking it open bit by bit through this process. And like I said, we'll we'll dive deeper into that in a different podcast. But I realized that the ability to hate so deeply and I hated her many times like deep hate I realized that that capacity to hate was also the ability to love and that grieving was the way in which we honor those that we love and we have to understand that our grieving processes vary person to person, circumstance to circumstance. But what does remain the same is that that grief stems from a deep love. Let me say that again. The grief and the sadness that we hold stem from a deep love. And I truly feel that that is why there are so many extremes. There is so much love in this world, but there's also hatred. And the point isn't to eradicate either. The point is to acknowledge both in their place. And the biggest thing that came through to me that I'm reminded of right now as I share this is that through the acceptance of others, we accept ourselves. Full body chills. Through the acceptance of others, we accept ourselves. You see, the judgment and the hatred that we see in others is connected to a part of us. The anger, the sadness, the anxieties, the frustrations, the annoyances that we have for others are those same emotions in some capacity we hold within ourselves. And it's really challenging to wrap our head around that. And, you know, it was difficult to really begin to experience that because I myself am, you know, I, I judge like it's, it's hard not to right? but the ability to replace that judgment with love and remind ourselves of that love is the healing process. Now, 
I have been dealing with a pain in the back of my left shoulder blade and in my neck for quite a few years. And my mother had similar neck pain when I was, I think it started when I was in middle school and she had like these very severe migraines and she would throw up and um, all of that. And then I started to get them in and out um, and I had migraines as a child and, you know, I would have those bouts at times, probably up until maybe 10, 12 years ago. And I started to work through it, through yoga, through meditation, through energy work. And it would always still be there as this dull ping for lack of a better word. It's like, I know it's there, but I've chosen to ignore it. Right. Like, I know it's there and I work it and I'm doing what I can for it, but like, I can't focus on it or else I won't move forward. Well, today I am pleased to announce it has completely released and I felt it in my body and energetically like a, a ball bursting, like, and I was, you know, pressing on it and I was like, where does this come from? And it came to me, uh, turmoil within partnerships. My mother had a divorce. My dad's mom had a very, you know, really strange relationship with, um, my grandfather. He was like very angry and alcoholic, um, all of that and kind of would stir shit up my, from what I've been told, my my mother's mother and my grandfather on my mom's side had a great relationship, but I don't sense it was as great as everyone perceived it to be, or my mom chose to think and tell herself that the relationship was fine. And I have, you know, gone through a divorce and in my current relationship, There are things that I am still working through and like we have a great relationship. Like it's not that our relationship is tumultuous by any means, but I have my own probably ancestral baggage that I'm dealing with and something came up this past weekend and and like we spoke about it and I realized that that energy to which I was speaking of over the weekend with my husband could potentially not be mine, right? Like the feeling of like not, not being loved or, um, the feeling of like not having that quality time. Like, you know, back in the day, they didn't really have that luxury. I mean, I'm sure they did, but like, I mean, I don't know. I sense that like my ancestors, you know, both grandparents on both sides, probably didn't have like that lovey-dovey relationship, right? And it's that yearning for that deeper sense of intimacy beyond the knowledge of knowing my partner loves me. He shows me he loves me through this, this, and this, right? But it's like that embrace, that moment that is shared in the morning before everybody is up. You know, that moment, you know, that you walk in the door and you just take a breath together, right? It's like sometimes 
the movement and the flow of energy comes in not doing and just being still with one another. It's when your, your love can speak to one another. And as I was massaging this, this area in my neck and in my shoulder, I was infusing it with the bouts and moments of love that Jonathan and I have. And I was breathing into it and I was like just, you know, infusing the energy of like me seeing him with Emmett and feeling the love in my heart, like me kissing him goodbye and the love in my heart that I have for that. I'm getting emotional. And just infusing that with that energy and for those that don't know the left side of your body is the feminine and the shoulders have to do with the weight of the world or the weight of our ancestors and I feel like it was a feminine energy that just wanted to be embraced not just physically but just like emotionally like hugged and honored and seen and given a breath to have that breathing room to release and it happened and then I started to cry and then I started to laugh and then I started to breathe really heavy because I know that sometimes all that sticky icky stuff has to go elsewhere and then of course I pop out and I'm like of course this full moon, lunar eclipse in Scorpio, the Sphinx rising, which for some, they don't know that Scorpio is also representative of the Sphinx rising from the ashes. And this particular energetic moon discusses karmic energies. It discusses past traumas and dramas, and it's the ability to release them. And holy shit, did I release a lot, a lot. And again, I don't think the work is ever fully done because something else comes up, but I do sense that a lot of what I had been carrying emotionally and physically has lifted and I feel lifted. I feel lighter. And this all started with a fucking massage, (laughs) y'all. And... Here's another thing that I think was was a little bit of a catalyst to this is sometimes when I go to get a massage, I'm like, okay, this is my time to like think about things. And I chose to be within my body, to feel the points, to feel... And I had to remind myself a couple times, right? Because like sometimes like in those moments of deep relaxation, we wander off to like our have to do's, our need to do's and looking for inspiration in the void. And I was just like, no, Shelly, come back to the body, come back to the body, come back to the body. And by being present within my body and feeling these areas, specifically, I have to say my shoulders, my like mid back and my hips. And then I have to share this too. The workout that I did incorporated hips and shoulders and the back. And I was like, this is exactly why I was drawn to this class. 
And I say this because when you take the time to be guided instead of mentally led, where you're going is your purpose in that moment. You must listen. And I feel now more than ever, people who don't typically or people who don't normally feel these feelings are going to start feeling them because more and more and more and more and more people are becoming aware of of all of this. And it's within that awareness that allows other people to become aware. And Joe Dispenza shared something where he said this lady, um, you know, was meditating and reprogramming her subconscious mind and she had a very rare disease and the lady had almost, you know, a pretty, you know, I think it was like 80% recovery and she was sharing her story with a crowd and another lady in the crowd had the same rare um for lack of a better word, I was going to say disease, but really like dysfunction, physical dysfunction. And the lady in the crowd was like, if she could do it, I could do it. And the first lady, it took her two years. And the second lady, it took her four. Now we can argue that, you know, depending on who the person is or whatever. But if you've ever read the book, I think it's called, let me look it up, 12 Monkeys. Hold on, I'm going to look that up right fucking now. 12 monkeys. It says it's a movie. 12 monkey book, maybe. Anyway, what it talks about. Um... There was this monkey experiment that they did. I think it's, I believe it's 12 monkeys. Hold on, hold on, getting closer, getting closer. I don't remember the cover. This looks like the cover of the movie. Anyways, I might look it up and I will put it in the show notes. But essentially it talks about how when one monkey learned a new skill, other monkeys in different parts of the world learned it too. And it was, it was really incredible because we are all connected consciously. And whether you know it or not, you're working through karmic shit right now. And for me, I think the next two years, it's going to be lots of karmic shit. We're not only working through karmic shit and politics. I, I mean, we can all agree to that old things are resurfacing, right? Because they have, they weren't fully dealt with. They weren't fully healed or processed. We're individually working on, you know, past karmic shit. And it's in that, that the potency and the power is for transformation. And Pluto, our planet of transformation, went retrograde not too long ago. And you know, there's, you know, a lot of astrological implications of this transformation and of this regeneration. And 
regeneration. Like think about the word. We are creating a new generation. You know, and it, it is our generation that really can hold a different perspective than the old perspective that has been carried through for, for, for far too long, whether it be within our family, whether it be within you know, society and culture and politics. We're not seeing through the same eyes as everyone in the past. I would say generationally, people between the ages of like, I mean, the younger generation is like on fire. I truly believe that they are going to be wild. They are going to be very digitally first as well. But I think people in the age gap of like 40s and 30s are the the generation of like, it ends here. We're not falling for that bullshit. We're not eating the same shit you've been feeding other generations. I'm calling you on your bullshit. And that is where it starts, y'all. It comes with a different perspective. Like think about it when you go to an AA meeting. The biggest thing is knowing you have a problem. The biggest thing is recognizing there's a problem. The biggest thing is recognizing you may be holding on to the problem. You might be part of the problem. And when we change that perspective, we also open up the capacity to move with it differently. And the purpose of me sharing this is is to be of service to some capacity for those of you who might be feeling a lot of this energy with this full moon and lunar eclipse, but at the same time to also offer up awareness. And I think through sharing, we allow ourselves to listen. And through listening, something within us activates and percolates. And it's like, wow, maybe that anger that I have when somebody does this is not mine. Maybe... I'm not a bitch on purpose. Maybe this anger is connected to sadness and that sadness may not be mine. Maybe the inability to, you know, connect to somebody intimately is not just me. Maybe it's something bigger than that energetically that I need to move through and process So I encourage you to look at your surroundings and look and question the dynamic and the relationships your parents had with their parents and how their parents' parents interacted with their parents. And you'll be surprised of the stories that you hear. And again, it's through that sharing, right? That something within you will awaken and say, wow, that's probably where that comes from. And your body will know. Drop into your body. When you're listening to somebody share something potent, deep breath, hands on body, and take a step back. And be present. 
because it's in that presence of listening that you allow those words to speak to your cells and you allow your cells to bring in the awareness that's needed within you as to how this is all interconnected because we are all interconnected. It's just the ability to see that and to feel it in our bodies. I love you and I appreciate you. I appreciate you being here and listening. This is truly super therapeutic. I'm so fucking grateful I started this. <laughs> I was going to type it all out and I'm like, truly my, my typing skills are too slow and I need to get this out ASAP. So here it is, uh, a little extra episode this week and I hope you find it rewarding. Vessels and blessings.